Hi, and welcome to the Street Dogs Digital Podcast. Here at the agency, we are revolutionizing the way we market pet brands and services. We pride ourselves on helping pet brands reach their potential by using effective tailored marketing strategies. This podcast is an opportunity for us to share expert advice that will include interviews and conversations with some of our industry's fellow entrepreneurs. So let's spill the tea, let's get those paws up, and let's get started. Join the Street Dog team on our Pet Business Digital Podcast. If you want to learn more about what we do and who we are, please visit our website at streetdog.ca. Hello and welcome back to the Street Dog Digital Podcast. I'm Stephanie and on this episode, we're going to chat all about social media metrics, which metrics are worth tracking, and we're going to dive into so much more. Be sure to get those notepads ready for this one. Now, why don't we dive into this jam-packed episode? Whether your role within a company is a social media manager, a marketer, a salesperson, an influencer, or a brand owner, using social media to build brand awareness and drive sales, you have to remember that metrics are indeed going to matter. Trying to understand the world of social media metrics can be daunting and overwhelming, but knowing and understanding how your content performs and whether it's serving your brand goals is key. The reality is that there are so many metrics to choose from and to track, it's kind of hard to tell which ones give real insight into your social strategy's success. Not to mention, these metrics will show you how well your testing and updates to content, your posting, your scheduling, and more do on different platforms. So, which metrics are worth tracking and why. Let's talk about the first important metric, which is engagement. Creating a loyal and engaged following on social media is tough, especially with all of the content, all of the competing accounts that users are inundated with on an hourly basis. But when you do build and eventually see that engaged audience, it can be priceless for your brand. That's because you want people to talk about your pet brand and engage with your content. You want people to comment, to like, to share, to do all of that. And these are the people who have built up an interest in what you have to say and what you sell and are most likely going to purchase from you. But more than that, they have become ambassadors for you, telling others about your products and getting people to hop on board with buying from you. That's why most marketers focus on engagement ahead of likes or followers. If you've ever noticed larger brands or influencers with thousands of followers but little to no engagement, it doesn't mean they're successful. It simply means people like their content but aren't engaged enough to interact. Bear in mind that engagement isn't solely on the social media user. As a brand, you have to engage too, which means responding to comments, inquiries, questions, DMs, and messages on your social platforms. Especially true When people ask questions about your products, you'll find that community management is a great way of building loyalty and trust while encouraging people to engage with you. So why not chat a minute on community engagement, shall we? What exactly is community management, you're wondering? Well, let's say that it's all about relationships and how your brand nurtures a relationship with its customers, especially in public forums like Instagram. If you're looking to grow your audiences online or increase engagement with your brand, you'll definitely want 
and need to invest in community management. Your audiences are active and in more than one place, and the audience you have on Instagram are probably different from those on Facebook or your newsletter list. So managing these communities means paying close attention to what followers, your customers, and potential buyers are saying about you and your brand. Without a strategy for managing your communities, you may miss out on opportunities to expand awareness of your brand, interact with customers, turn followers into loyal buyers, and monitor the sentiment around your brand. Sentiment matters because it reflects how people feel about your brand, and one of the most effective ways to determine how people feel about your brand is by listening to what they are saying online. But when it comes to your strategy, you have to figure out how you'll respond to questions, comments, complaints, and sentiment online. Sometimes people get confused with community management versus social media. Media management. Now, the easiest way to understand the difference between community management and social media management is to think of them as the before and the after strategies. Social media management is creating and distributing content for the purpose of growing a following and reaching new customers. You measure things like reach, engagement, impressions, and more. This is the before. But community management is what comes after you've done that. It's sort of like customer service because you listen and respond to your customers and what they have to say. This is the after. With community management, you can get more personal with your audiences and show them that you care about your customers. Now, here's a question for all of you. Why should you and your pet brand practice community management? Have you ever seen a post on Instagram or Facebook that has a slew of negative comments or questions from followers, but the brand isn't answering them? Or maybe the brand rep has given a generic response to customers' concerns and people are angry. Customer complaints on social media have increased by 8% since 2014, which means more brands are taking initiative to strategize how they mitigate negative sentiment online. For pet brands, it's critical that you practice community management for a number of reasons. The four key reasons can help you to build better relationships with your customers. Let's break those down. Monitoring. This is the key to community management because it's all about listening to your customers. If someone is complaining about your product online, you'll know how people feel because you've listened to what they have to say, and now you can help solve that customer's issue. The same thing goes for positive comments and conversations online. By tracking what your audiences are saying about your brand, you'll know how to respond. Many businesses use tools like Google Alerts and Google Analytics to follow what people are saying online, and this helps to track trends too. So you'll know why people feel the way they do and how you can help. Then there's engagement. A negative conversation online can have a big impact on your pet business, and as a pet brand, any negative comment can spiral quickly because people are serious about the products and brands they use for their pets. You not only have to join in on the conversation online, but also initiate them. Give your audiences reasons to interact positively with your brand and show them that there are real people behind it. By monitoring, you'll find new opportunities every single day to engage with customers. The key is to do it organically. Forget those canned responses or copy and paste. Take the time to talk to your customers. Here are some tips 
for successful engagement. Don't engage with internet trolls or audience members who only want drama. They create negative sentiment around your pet brand. Keep the tone and voice of your responses consistent of that of your brand. But remember, you don't want to copy and paste a generic response. And be proactive not just reactive. That means initiating engagement and not just waiting for it to happen. And then there's moderation. Just like monitoring and engagement, moderating your brand online is an important aspect of community management. You're essentially moderating spam and negativity on your online profiles and addressing negative feedback in a proactive, not reactive way. You can take certain precautions on platforms like Facebook to automatically help moderate negativity like Facebook's profanity filter on business pages, but overall you want to positively address negative feedback by providing a solution. Make sure you watch for spam. You can hide or delete offensive comments that harm your brand or audience. Then there's measuring. In the long run, community management will help build authentic connections with the customers you want to target and the audiences you've been nurturing from day one. Not only this shows your customers that you care about them, but you also create a positive brand image that can help your brand stand out among the crowd. Now let's get back to those other important metrics. We've so far covered engagement. How about brand awareness? One of the biggest challenges brands face is getting their brand in front of those customers that already shop with the competitors or haven't even looked for their brand or product in the first place. And that's why brand awareness is an important metric to monitor. It's the attention your brand gets overall in a certain period of time that determines whether people are aware of your brand and why they are thinking of it. While it's not the same as sentiment, when people share your content, mention others in it, whether they like it or follow you because of your content, it's a sign that people are finding value in your brand. You can measure brand awareness differently depending on the different platform. Facebook, for example, will measure it differently than Instagram. So here's an example. You mainly want to look at how often people discuss, how often they mention or tag your brand on social media. Followers may not be the ultimate metric to track, but new followers and viewers are important because you can use these similar metrics to understand where these people came from and how they found you. For example, if you click on view insights on any of your Instagram posts, you can see how many people saw your content or followed your account from that specific post and what proportion of those people weren't already following you. You want to monitor the rate of people who weren't already following you because it shows that your strategies you're using to gain exposure of your content are reaching those who don't already know about you. The same can be said for users who view or watch your content on Instagram, for example, stories or Facebook videos. This doesn't apply solely to paid social ads, but regular non-promoted or boosted content. Anytime you promote a specific link on social media, say a link for a new product release in your Instagram bio or on your Facebook page's feed, you can use custom URL parameters or a custom link builder to help keep track which portion of customers came from which social platform. Let's say, for example, that you've just launched a new all-natural beef bully stick treat and you want to post it on Instagram and Facebook to help 
promote it. If you create a custom link with different parameters, you can use it to drive traffic to your site or product page and track those conversions from that link versus other sources. And this will show you how many customers came from Instagram versus Facebook versus search or other sources. Conversions as a metric tells you if your content was relevant enough for audiences to drive them to take a desired action, which ultimately is making a purchase. For some brands, this might be downloading a free ebook or writing a review in exchange for a discount, but the end goal should be to build a loyal following of customers. Next, we have share a voice. When it comes to share a voice, you really want to just monitor what people are saying about your brand and how often they're talking about it, otherwise known as sentiment and volume. The reason why these simple yet interrelated metrics matter is because how people feel about your brand, what they say about it, how often they say it, it can be the do or die for your brand's reputation. If you see a brand get enough low-rated reviews and complaints online, especially on multiple platforms and channels, chances are you're unlikely to purchase from that particular brand. That's because Too many people have said negative things about it online, and that brand now has a negative sentiment. On the other hand, if you come across a brand that has glowing reviews, great rapport with customers, and has, you know, been mentioned often online in a positive light, you're more likely to buy their product versus a competitor with negative sentiment. You can increase your share of voice by looking at which competing brands have the most share of voice in the industry and then learn from them. Look at what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. And now you have the opportunity to improve upon your strategies to benefit your own brand. And finally, leads. Most of us probably aren't looking at leads as a metric to track, especially from social media as a perspective, but this is undoubtedly the most important metric for businesses aside from conversions. From a business point of view, leads help you to determine what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and attracting customers to getting them to buy. Simply put, a lead is anyone that shows interest in your product and or expresses the intent to buy, and that person becomes a potential customer, which makes them worth focusing your attention on. This is why many brands develop a robust newsletter list and focus on initiatives like content writing to help draw in people through a free value and encourages them to become paying customers. You can track leads on social media by monitoring things like newsletter signups, content downloads, social engagements, or inquiries through direct messages. And if people continue the conversation or are open to hearing more about what your brand has to say, the better. Thank you for listening in, and I hope you do subscribe to our podcast, and we have many more great episodes coming up. I'm Stephanie from Street Dog Marketing. Until next time. Bye for now.